Well, you all much uh, know how much I love talking hockey. That's what we are doing today. Grand Forks Central Knights head hockey coach Grant Peronique in the studio with us today. Kind of our hockey preview of the Grand Cities. Of course, we had uh, Tim Scarperud, Red River coach, on last week. Still waiting to hear from East Grand Forks coach if he wants to be on or not. Anyway, our show today brought to you by Dakota TV and Appliance. It's the Black November sales event on all brands and select bottles all month long at Dakota TV and Appliance in Grand Forks, your appliance and electronics expert serving the Grand Cities with over 30 top name brands like KitchenAid, Whirlpool, GE, Speed Queen, and more. Stop in to Dakota TV and Appliance and experience personalized one-on-one personal service when looking for appliances, electronics, and outdoor products. Whether you need to replace an old appliance or remodeling an entire kitchen, Dakota TV and Appliance will work with you to fix your needs and installation specialists that will ensure your new appliances and electronics arrive safely and installed the right way. The Black November sales event, all November long at Dakota TV and Appliance, 2218 32nd Avenue South in Grand Forks, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturdays 9 to 3. Call 701-772-5533 or online at dakotatv.com. All right, there we go. We are... <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I thought we were having some issues there, but we're not. Um, anyway, if you have any questions or comments for Coach Peronica Grant here today, um, our number is 701-213-0863. Feel free to call or text 701-213-0863. Uh, before we do this thing, though, it's time for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Uh, Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Um, I was so bad in math in school. Uh, I mean, I was horrible. Uh, that if I got 50 cents for every failed math exam... I'd have like $6.30 now. <laughs> I think that was very funny. I actually had freshman math as a senior, and I barely passed it. Uh, <laughs> how are you doing, Coach? Great, great. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, been a while. Um, how would your, your off-season go? How would the summer go? Do you keep busy? Yes, very well. Uh, very well and very busy. I think uh, we were away more than we were home. Yeah. So between... You know, weddings and reunions oh, and, sure, and sure. all sorts of things going on every weekend and, you know, the North Dakota amateur hockey stuff. Yeah, how did yeah. that go for you? Really good, yeah. yeah. You know, we've been, we've been growing in that aspect. Uh, uh, we've got more kids playing uh, extra hockey mm-hmm. uh, every year, and uh, it's been, yeah, it's just been tremendous. You know, we've got uh, many teams playing. We've wrapped up our fall season for that, uh, you know, just last weekend, I guess, or, or the weekend before. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and then some of those teams will pick up and try and qualify for the national tournament. But, uh, you know, they've been going hard, and, uh, and that kind of is a, a prelude to the, uh, to the high school and to the youth hockey community oh. seasons. Where, where is the national tournament? Well, uh, I'll tell you right now, uh, for the 15U, it's in Fargo, North Dakota. Oh, wow. So North Dakota Amateur bid on that, and, uh, and they, got, they were awarded the bid. So, you know, there will be the uh, 15U National Tournament. Wow. Or 15 only, sorry. Mm-hmm. 15 only National Tournament. It's one, eight, one single age group, 15-year-olds, and that will be held in, in Fargo April, uh, oh, boy, 7th to 9th. Okay. <laughs> now, it's got to be. The dates just go, oh, you know, oh, one sure. weekend to the other. Yeah. 
Um, it's got to be fun um, getting out of, of the EDC a little bit to, to be able to see these kids and work with these kids and, and, and find that hockey is growing not only uh, you know around the United States, but starting to pick up in North Dakota, too. It's not just here on the eastern side of, the, of North Dakota. Yeah, it sure is. I mean, uh, you know, our numbers are, are increasing, uh, and we look at it as a district as well, too, our, our Northern Plains district. I think, uh, I'm not sure about this past year, but I, I believe it was the one before where we were really the only district that really, you know, grew. Others mm-hmm. kind of stayed the same. Corona had a yeah. lot to do with that sort of thing, and, and the Northern Plains district continues to grow, and there continues to be more interest in hockey, and, and I think, you know, with the teams uh, more... more uh, Teams starting up, even high school and, mm-hmm. and you know, communities, uh, smaller communities starting up with hockey. And, uh, you know, there, there's uh, Scott Berge is one of the guys that works for North Dakota Amateur. He's reaching out for, you know, uh, try hockey and, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, get that first experience. And, you know, that's all seems to be working. And I think more kids are interested. And it's just fantastic that we get more, uh, more athletes playing the game. You know, uh, last time I think you were on the show, Grant, uh, we talked a lot about uh, players that have gone on and moved on and, yeah. and what they're doing in life now. And uh, I was surprised to hear your son now is still playing, but uh, not surprised to hear that, but uh, <laughs> playing overseas. Many uh, people surprised to hear that. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I thought the kid, I thought the kid's a good hockey <laughs> yeah. player, but um, I, I, I didn't know he was at that age yet, and, and I didn't have any idea that he's overseas, but where's he playing and how did all, all that come about? Well, he's uh, yeah, he's he signed a professional contract, and right now he's in playing in Poland uh, mm-hmm. for a team called Novatarg, Podali Novatarg, and uh, you know he plays in the Polish uh, extra league. I guess I, I'm not sure what they call it there, the extra okay. league or the you know the top league in in Poland, and he's hanging in there, and uh, yeah, he's trying his hand at, at professional hockey. So 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 I'm let proud me out of him and happy for him. And, so yeah. I'll get this. See if I get this right. Um, you Ukrainian. Canadian, so he'd be a Ukrainian, Canadian, American playing in Poland. Yeah, that's about right. That's about right. I got to throw that in there. Um, just heard about it. Did he have to go over there and try out, or or and and what does he say the crowds are like? Um, I'm, I mean, it doesn't matter. You're playing pro hockey. That is just way cool. Well, yeah, I think you know there is that aspect to it that you know it's it's pretty cool to you know do something that you've been kind of dreaming about doing since you were a kid and. Regardless of where it's at, getting uh, getting a paycheck to put your skates on, I yeah. think that's uh, that's kind of really commendable. And and you know, like I said, we're happy for him. But it, it came about, uh, you know, he was uh, looking to continue playing, mm-hmm. and, and uh, I guess that it, it was through one of his old uh, old junior coaches who uh, okay. who did play in Poland, and uh, you know, he put him con- in contact with the right people. I, I think we looked at it because there's there's some heritage there, and it, it's a complicated story, but. Uh, you know, my my father was uh, my, both my mother and father are, are Ukrainian, mm-hmm. and uh, well, was I guess for my father, and uh, uh, y- you know, th- he was looking at it as an angle that maybe he would you know have uh, could get Polish citizenship, mm-hmm. and oh sure, know, that that kind of didn't work out. It yep. was just something to do with all the laws, and you know, uh, Ukraine was under Polish rule at that mm-hmm. time, and all sorts of you know things that happened, and and that angle didn't work out. So he kind of. Uh, you know, had gotten hooked up with uh, with a team uh, through uh, again his old hockey uh, assistant hockey coach who had an agent, and you know he just kind of made a bet on himself and said, "I'm going to go over there and wow. you know and give it a try that way." And and uh, 
yeah, he managed to, to stick with the team, and uh, he's, he's there right now. That is, playing, so. <laughs> I mean, that is, that, that is awesome. Well, Do yeah. you worry, you know, uh, the recent death uh, from the skate cut, and, and, and do they have ambulances and all that kind of stuff at the rinks over in Europe like that? I know every, every European country, everything's a little bit different, but does that ever thing kind of bother you at all, or does it, does it worry you at all? Well, you know. Yes and no, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, you never want to see anything like that happen or even remotely close. And, and I think, you know, as you get older, uh, you know, the players have more controls over their body, you know, more control over it. You know, you're, you're, you're more proficient at the skills and everything. So, you know, I just feel like it's a lot less likely to happen. But, mm-hmm. you, you know, all it takes is one incident. So yeah, I, and- I, I'm kind of... I, I don't know about that. Like, yeah, I, I'd it, like to see the protection. I understand why why you know people don't want to do it because it's so remote that mm-hmm. something like oh, that would happen. But I know. But at the same time, you know, all it takes is one time. That's right? it. And, one time prevention. Now, what do you think about the fact that they're charging him? Did you see the play? Yes, I did. I mean, I I've seen it a few times. To me, it, I don't know if he intentionally did it, but it didn't look like he tried not to. I, you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, now, you don't know so what I the guy's it's not thinking. A matter, right? No, but, it's, but, it, but, it's a ser- very serious matter. But you know, I, yeah, it, it didn't look right, and I, I don't know how to make. It. I got to look at it closer. Yeah, I mean, it, it's you know, the, bo- both sides are or both sides of that, I guess, uh, position or whatever you want to call it, seem to be right. You know, I mean, it, yeah, yeah, I, it's oh. tough to, tough to make a comment on that one. Um, on that one, I just don't have enough information. You know, other yep. than seeing the video and i'm sure there's a lot more to it than uh, that. tragic and especially you know the detail of it you see a grainy little image yeah and, right 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 yeah um crazy story about um past players uh i was you know i'm the announcer at river city speedway and um i was down it was during intermission and um i walked down and i saw this guy i thought hey, there's no way it can be him um i also saw that he had an air force shirt on and um i walked up to him and i said uh, excuse me uh you remind me or you kind of look like somebody and he goes Shut up! You know it's me. Lamaru is back. He's stationed <laughs> at, at uh, Grand Forks yeah. Air Force Base yeah. now. <laughs> I just felt dumb. He goes, "You really think there's other people that look like this?" And I'm like, "Well, I knew there really wasn't, but I didn't want." Um, kind of cool. I, I, yeah. I'm still trying to get them all together one time, which is like impossible. Uh, I see sure. uh, PJ quite a bit, uh, or when I can, when I'm in Fargo. But um, yeah, it's good to see those guys coming back you know a little bit it's fun to see him and, and talk about the old days i'm going to try to get him on the show because uh, let's face it he's had a pretty cool career too yeah i ran into jacques uh, earlier this year mm-hmm. and uh yeah it was just terif- terrific visiting with him you know i was a, a assistant coach at the time when yep. he played and uh you know just was fortunate to have him uh you know in that program in our program that that uh central at the time and and you know he's he's a you know just a great example of a good leader and a, and a and a good person and you know just fantastic to have guys like that back in the community right yeah people tend to forget that uh he was a finalist for the hobie baker yeah. and, and things like that and yeah. I, I believe now he's in the air force uh hall of fame i think the air sure. force academy i'm not sure for hot but anyway uh and then you know get stationed up in alaska yeah. in the air force and still playing pro hockey at the same time there for a little while i mean Pretty pretty cool story. Yeah, yeah. He got he got to continue that. And, yeah, you know, have that experience, and uh, you know, and then like everybody, <laughs> I like to say, everybody ends up in men's league. It's just a matter yeah, of yeah. when, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? So, uh, <laughs> are you still skating? 
just with the high school right now. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, um, that's enough for me. I go to the rink at 2 and come home at 7. Yeah, well, it's amazing. <laughs> I'm not going back. <laughs> you know, once in a while, I'll see Alex, you know, lace him up. And um, I'm still amazed at these guys and how fast they are and how fast the game is. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's almost too dang fast for me to watch. And it's a bunch of old guys, and half of them are half full. You know, but the, the skill level and, and, and how these guys stay in shape, um, it, it never ceases to amaze me. Yeah. These guys, uh, you can tell, boy, they were really athletes back in the day. Um, yeah. Numbers this year, um, are you guys looking okay? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we had good numbers at tryout. Uh, we had, uh, you know, I think four or five, six, five Bantams come out and, okay. and try out. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we ended up with with a good number right now. We're still kind of sorting through that process a little bit. Uh, you know, we had a few kids that played uh, football, sure. for the football team, yeah. and of course, awesome. you know how well Central did, and, and you know went to the yeah went to the championship game from the seventh place seed. And yeah, isn't that that's, something? That's been fantastic. They take eight so. teams in the playoffs. You're seated seventh, and you make it to the title yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, that's been really cool. So those kids, you know, just finished up uh, on the weekend, and you know they weren't able to attend tryouts, mm-hmm. so they're kind of getting their shot at it right now, and we're gonna kind of sort through where they fit in and and uh you know and then maybe we're delayed a few days but uh Mm -hmm. but you know move on from there um going back to last year i don't know you probably don't want to talk a lot about last year it was just one of those years uh now you know uh straighten me out here if i'm wrong finished 14 and 10 9 and 6 in conference last year uh didn't make it to the state tournament uh your thoughts i mean a lot of those games were pretty darn close games that could have went either way with a different bounce you know yeah i i really think so too if you look at the uh, you know the the preceding game before like we played uh fargo cheyenne west fargo mm-hmm. cheyenne to get into the into the state tournament and you know they got us there uh, you look at the game before we played fargo south right and you know that's a double overtime one mm-hmm. goal game and we have our chance and it doesn't go and they have theirs and it goes and i think if we'd have got there you know uh, you know, we'd have given, in, we'd have been, you know, just as much of a contender as anyone else that was there. But uh, you know, uh, you got to play well and do the right things at the right time, and we didn't uh, manage to do that in that in that playing game. So, you know, that's uh, yeah, that's that's the way hockey is, right? Especially in yep. you know high school, college, you got one shot type of deal, and uh, uh, you know you've got to get it done in that game. And we didn't rise to the occasion, and yeah, it doesn't sit well with us, and it doesn't sit well with our returning guys. So we. We know we don't want to be there again next year. Um, I'm going to ask you some of the same questions uh, that I ask every hockey coach. Um, how tough was it for you last year, ending the season that way for your seniors? And, uh, I mean, you, you, you spent a majority of uh, a couple of years with some of these boys, and, and, and it's hard to see them go. And, and you, can, you, know, you know what these guys put into it. Uh, yeah. You know, their heart and soul with most of these kids. And, and uh, you can tell uh, how they accept it or take it or not accept it at the end of the year. And um, sometimes that can be pretty tough. For sure. For, for a lot of the kids that are real passionate about it, you know, and this may be their last competitive hockey sure. game, really, that they play, you mm-hmm. know. So, so, yeah, it can come to an end. And that's kind of, you know, that, that's kind of the thing about high school, right, is, is for some it's a real ending there. I mean, you always got recreational men's league, you yep. know, a chance to stay physical, active, keep in shape. But, you know, to play competitively for something that's, uh, you know, that's maybe important and, and being a part of a team like that where you, where you practice every day and 
put in the time and effort and you know work uh, together uh, towards something mm-hmm. you know it, it can be it can be pretty hard on some kids others i mean you know it all depends on the individual i think uh, right. others you know it, they're playing it as a secondary sport or mm-hmm. or maybe just you know to to be with friends and and they like to compete and they've got kind of those instincts in them and you know for them maybe it's not so tough right to to be done they know they were going to be done they were planning to be done after high school and uh, you know it's just a continuation of their uh, of their life. I've know? never heard anybody consider or maybe think of hockey as a secondary sport. It was usually <laughs> I know when I was growing up, kids would run cross country to stay in shape for hockey or you know things yeah. like that. But you know, I believe uh, you guys won the title in twenty twenty one. I think um, it just shows you how hockey is picking up. Yeah. On the eastern side of the state, it used to always be a gimme. Red River Central, maybe Grafton in there. Uh, now the Fargo teams are starting to come up. Grafton, of course, is, well, they're dropping a little bit. But um, these Fargo teams are, are really coming around now. It's not a gimme anymore uh, yeah. to make it to the state tournament. That's for sure. I mean, you know, you got a lot of kids training, you know, uh, uh, beyond uh, year round things like that, right? And and hockey's their their preferred sport and. Uh, you know those kids are consequently getting better all over, and I think it's good for good for everyone, right? To see uh, mm-hmm. to see good competition, uh, you know, throughout the state, uh, and you know, in the in the eastern uh, eastern re- east region, and uh, yeah, there's that's nothing but good, you know, when you got kids that are we got good players, you know, all around the state, mm-hmm. r- rather than concentrated in just one area. So, you know, we had uh, when we were talking um, hockey with Red River. Um, they looks like they did a lot more work at the Eagles Arena this year, which yeah. is going to be nice. Um, you know, it's nice to have your own home. Uh, it's nice to have your own locker room, and it's nice not to get kicked out of your locker room at certain <laughs> games, I would imagine. Uh, but, it, it, yeah. it, you know, each team needs their own barn. Uh, I mean, they really do. It, it, it's, you know, it, it's no fun sharing banners in a building. You know, it's your building, your banners, your yeah, locker room. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, and and good for them. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it, but... Um, it, it, does that affect you guys? I mean, now if, if they've got a big home game, you don't have to go tear all your crap out of the locker room, or, or did you ever have to anyway? Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. But, you, you know, I, I agree with that. Like I said, I'm in that camp where, you know, they should have a home and we should mm-hmm. have to go into their barn and play, yeah. and play them. That's, sure. That's part of, uh, you know, in hockey, I think, uh, you know, home ice advantage can be a big deal. Absolutely like, can. Like even the rink dimensions can change where like maybe in other sports, you know, the size of the, the court or the size of the football field is, 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 uh, you know, always the same. Um, you know, the, the, the boards, the corners, mm-hmm. all that can play kind of play into it. Um, you know, not that, you know, say football, for example, like, you know, you got crowds and all yeah. that sort of thing, like the 12th man. At yeah. This, yeah. And, you know, that, that has a huge impact too, but, uh, at the same time, there's, you know, there's certainly differences, uh, you know, going into someone else's uh, home arena and playing there. Oh, yeah. And I think we should have to do that, and they should have to do that with us. So I'm glad they got their, their uh, you know, own rink, and we have to go there and play, and we have to beat them on their turf, so to speak. Absolutely. Right? Like, I think that's, that's the way it should be. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I understand for the fans' perspective that, it, you know, it was difficult to watch a game, and the Red River Central game is, is really a, a big deal. And oh, yeah. Everyone's passionate about it in the community. So, you, you know, from their perspective, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of a tough one. But, uh, you know, from the players and the coaches and the people involved in the game itself, I, I really think that that's, you know, how it should be done mm-hmm. and how, how it has to be done, right? Like, 
Absolutely. I'm glad they did that. Yeah, yeah. And, and it needed to be done a while ago, and, yeah. and good for them. Uh, Grant Fork Central Knights uh, head hockey coach Grant Peronica on the studio with us today talking hockey for this upcoming season, uh, of course, for the Central Knights. Uh, we're going to take a little break. We've got more to talk about, but let's hear a little bit here from ex- uh, Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Diane says Executive Properties did a roof project and remodeled a bathroom in our house. We were happy with their quality of work, and the projects were completed in a timely manner. We will use Executive Properties for our next home project. Get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. And make sure you call Executive Properties, too, now if you want to uh, get some snow removal done. Man, they do a great job. Got great equipment over there at Executive Properties. Uh, head hockey coach for the Grand Fork Central Knights, Grant Peronica, in the studio with us. Uh, we're talking hockey like we do every year. Um, you mentioned you got some new Bantams coming up. Uh, how are we looking at upperclassmen, you know, juniors, sophomores, freshmen, uh, if there are any freshmen? But um, how are you looking for numbers and, and the ages of these kids this year? I think we're in pretty good shape. Um, I mean, you know, we've got good balance through the, through the, uh, I guess, senior, so, uh, junior, sophomore, freshman, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's most of those kids are back at Bantam, right? Cause they still have eligibility. Yep. Although I think we do have one, two, one or two kids there, but, uh, yeah, no, I like, uh, I like how our young guys are looking. They're coming in and competing in the first early going here. Um, you know, our, our seniors definitely are leading the way, uh, you know, the two Kwame brothers on the opposite end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. One's just coming in, and he's doing real well and, you know, impressing. And, and then uh, uh, Kale, you know, who's a senior, is a great leader for us. And he's sure. just kind of made leaps and bounds over the past year. So, you know, we're really looking for big things out of him and to lean on him, especially in the early going, and, and you know, have him kind of lead us. And he's doing that so far in practice. He's been terrific, you know, and making sure that mm-hmm. guys are – you know, not uh, not taking it too lightly, and you know, still having fun at the same time. So now, when it comes to like uh, a Bantam on the fence with possibly playing high school, um, does it? You know, are are you one of those guys that says a game is the best practice or not? Because what I'm wondering is is why if you're if you're a Bantam, you're going to play probably at least double the amount of games you're going to play as you would in high school. Yeah. Um, you don't get to practice as much though. Um, what do you say to these guys on the fence? Do you say stay with the Bantams and get more game time or come on up and just get more ice time as far as practice goes and, and, and being able to elevate your game? It's kind of a tough call there. Yeah, we, we really leave it in their courts. You know, I mean, uh, you're right. Practice, uh, you get more touches mm-hmm. on, the, on the puck. Uh, games you get game experience. You need a little bit of both. Right? Sure. So we kind of leave it in their court. We tell them, Here, here's where we see you fit in. You know, and you go home and discuss it with your parents and, and you know, what you want to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, most of the kids make the determination that, you know, if I'm not in the varsity team or I'm not in the whatever the top so many that, that they're going to go and play, uh, you know, Bantam again. Mm-hmm. And then there's some that don't. So, sure. you know, we kind of just try and lay out the information to them and just say, you know, here's the decision. We, we're not making you any promises. Uh, here's, you know, what, what you're looking at, you know, you guys go home and talk it over and, you know, make sure you decide, uh, or, or you have to decide. Um, we do tell them, you know, even beforehand, this is, if you're a Bantam eligible player, this is what I want you to be thinking about, mm-hmm. you know, um, because 
we make no guarantees to anyone. That's tough to go back on, right? Like, yeah. So uh, we just basically leave it in the kids' court, and some choose to stay, and some choose to go back to Bantams. Mm-hmm. We're, we're fine with both ways. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, are, are you one of those coaches? Uh, are you watching Bantam games? Yeah, I do watch some, not mm-hmm. a whole lot, but uh, I certainly do watch some of them. Um, you know, I get to sneak into the Icon Arena every once in a while because sure. a lot of them are down there. It's close to my house, and, and I can, you know, pop over on a weekend in the morning. But, uh, you know, uh, not a whole lot. You know, we talk to the Bantam coaches and, and the guys that, uh, you know, that are playing there mm-hmm. or, or, you know, that are coaching them. And, uh, yeah, we just kind of see what we got and give them a fresh start regardless if they're A, double A, B. Um, you know, they're going to get a uh, fair shake. We'll right. throw them all in the – Throw them all in the big fish bowl and say, sure. oh, okay, um, what you do here is what, what's important, uh, not what you've done in the past. So. Sure. Um, d- players, do they treat every practice like it's a tryout? I mean, um, you, you guys, uh, let's face it, the Grand Forks programs have been very fortunate with their junior varsity programs. Uh, I, I believe it was a, probably two years ago, you on the show saying, you know, I basically have two varsity teams. That's, that's, they were fairly good, and, and there's a lot of towns that would give anything to have a junior varsity team that you guys have had. But um, is, is practices, are they treated like that, the upperclassmen? Does everybody know, you know, you don't goof around, you don't dink around at practice. Uh, we're, we're, you're, you're being watched all the time, and there's always somebody waiting to take your spot. Um, do the kids, do they know that? Yeah, no, that's that's explained to them, mm-hmm. so so they should know that. And you know, uh, I mean, there's got to be some latitude as far as you know. Not everybody's going to have their very best every day. But sure, sure. You, you want them to bring their best every day, but it's not going to be their best practice. And you, you know, that's a given. Like just like us as coaches, yeah, we all have an off day. We might not have a good day, mm-hmm. right? But you know, we're giving our best for that day, and and that's what we expect out of them too. And as long as there's an effort and they come with a great attitude, you know, I, I mean, yeah. things are fine. But they do know that you know they're basically fighting to get into the right, lineup, right? Uh, for for some of them or a lot of them, um, you know, the guys that have have been through the system or, or you know that are more experienced. Uh, uh, seniors, mm-hmm. uh, juniors, you know, they maybe have an inside edge because they know what to expect. Right, right. And, uh, you know, I, for, for us, I think it's, uh, you know, it's a fairly difficult place to play, uh, I, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, we, we try and hold the kids accountable. And, you know, for that, they appreciate it most of the time, right? Like, yeah, uh, um, yeah uh, we'd like to see that. We like to see them, you know, give their best and be competing every day. But the reality is that sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. And, you know, that's what you strive for, I guess. Is right, what I'd, right. The way I'd rather put it is, is you strive for that and, you know, you try and reach that every time. And that's all we can ask of them and that's all we can ask mm-hmm. of ourselves too as coaches. Um, goaltending, uh, you know, I, I said the same thing to uh, Tim Scarperud. Uh, you get up into the big, you know, professional hockey. It's like goaltenders are a dime a dozen hockey in high school um boy that can be a game changer it could be a it could be a make or break deal but um how how is central how are you guys looking for goaltending this year you know i i like all our goalies we've good. got four good goalies that could probably wow. compete for a for a varsity position um mm-hmm. you know jackson washburn and preston uh, dietrich are are returning they both have experience i'm sure they'd like to have a couple of shots and games back that they uh, that they yeah. had last year and you know that's part of growth and part sure. of learning right so uh, you know, we're, we're really excited about them. And then, uh, you know, we got uh, um, Weston Nielsen and uh, Ryland Burke. Okay. Uh, Ryland Burke played uh, uh, JV for us last year. Uh, he's, been a, he's been a tremendous goalie, showed a lot of growth there as well, too. 
And, uh, and West Nielsen comes in and is challenging and pushing for, for a position there himself as well. So I really like all four of our goaltenders. I think they're all capable probably of playing varsity. It's just who's going to win that job. So it's good for them to have all that competition, four guys having to compete. Right. They're all at the varsity practice. And, uh, you know, they've got to be on their toes every day. I think that kind of helps them as well, too, right? Like, to know that, hey, there's some, there's somebody, like you just mentioned earlier, there's somebody that could take my spot. Now. Sp- spot and I don't think it's too much pressure. I think it's reality in life, right? Like, mm-hmm. like you know, somebody could be taking our spot. Too, right. right? Um, so. You know, we, we had mentioned uh, football earlier. Did any of these guys get dinged up? I mean, it was a long season for them. It was longer than any of them have ever had before in, in high school football. <laughs> but uh, did they all come out of that okay? Uh, no, they didn't. We lost uh, Caden Johansson to a uh, uh, knee injury. Oh, boy. And uh, he's going to be out for the season, so that's, uh. that's a tough break for us. Senior, you know, tough break for him as well, too. You know, looking forward to playing his senior year, and, and he had made some great strides, uh, you know, towards the end of last year and, you know, figured out how to score goals for us. Uh, kid had a tremendous shot, but... You know, it's it's one of those things, right? Injuries are part of life and part of the game, and and he's good. We're going to miss him. Yeah. Also, Brody Kendall blew out his knee in soccer. Oh so, boy. You know, yeah. Uh, it's not like senior. college where you can get a year back. You yeah. know, another oh, senior man. that's going to be missing for you know the entire season. Uh, he can't play, but you know they're still kind of part of the program, and they still really enjoy being sure. around. So sure. they're going to do other things, but uh, you know it's unfortunate that. They won't be in our lineup, and uh, you know, and they won't be playing for for Central for their senior year. Wow, uh, yeah. Dale says went to my first Central hockey game in a while last season. The Purper still has an amazing atmosphere. Uh, Bailey Birgi, uh, hey Grant, I can help with the team this year. I want to help. Uh, Bailey wants to help. Well, we'll find uh, a job for her. Oh no, yeah, no question. What a hockey nut, huh? Well, we love Bailey. Yeah, she's oh, a big yeah. Central fan, and yeah. and uh, she kind of follows all the social media and what's going on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's in on it. You know, and we've talked about this before, um, atmosphere in the locker rooms, how, how times and things have changed since our day. Um, do you ever have any problems, not in the locker room, but like, I know this has happened before with parents. You know, they think every kid's going to win the Hobie Baker. And again, this is something I brought up with Scarpy. Um, a lot of parents think their kid's going to win the Hobie Baker and the Heisman Trophy and all of this stuff. And, 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 I know that's driven away people from coaching. Uh, that's driven away uh, referees, umpires, things like that. But um, do you have like a 24-hour rule? Have you ever had any of those problems? I mean, hockey's kind of a different deal. You kind of know what you're getting into by the time you get to your level. Um, but there's still those people out there that just think their kid should be playing more. Yeah, uh, but you know, for us, those have been few and far between. We mm-hmm. do have a parents' meeting at the beginning of the uh, at the beginning of the season. We'll have that shortly coming up uh, next week, and you know, we try and explain it to them. Uh, you know where we're coming from, our philosophy, etc. And uh, you know, knock on wood, we've had relatively few uh, few uh, you know incidents uh, that. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, for the most part, we ask the parents to buy into what we're doing, and 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 so far, for the most part, they have. So we've been very fortunate. Um, you know, there are the odd incident right there, and yeah. uh, and a lot of times, I think it's really just a miscommunication. Sure, sure. You, you know, we like to deal with the kids. We want them to come in and visit with us and talk to us about any issues they have, like uh, relating to hockey or or you know, ice time is always playing time, right? Is always the mm-hmm. biggest issue. We want them to come in and deal with it. And we give them the message and the information and what we see in their roles 
And, you know, that doesn't often get translated back to the parents. So, you know, uh, not, nothing against a, any of the kids because right. I think we all do that. We try and mm-hmm. present ourselves in the best light, and that might not be the reality of it all the time. So a lot of times there's a miscommunication that kind of happens there, and it's just a matter of straightening it out. And, uh, and yeah, uh, and, and then we move on and we carry on. So You know, you, you talk about uh, talking about uh, hockey problems and stuff with your players now. These are, are young men now, and um, – uh, and again, this is something I talked to with all the coaches, um, how, and maybe I'm sure it was the same for you growing up, how uh, some coaches in your life are, are an influence, a big influence, and you still think about them today. Uh, it's always kind of cool to be able to, you know, we talked about Lamaru coming up yeah. and, and to see these guys. And, and when they come up and they say, hey, coach, you know, and they, and they seek you out because you were a big influence on their life. Um, I know Alex has, has reached out to Tarek before, um, not just hockey things, but um, were you that way too? Were, were, were coaches some of your big influences? And, and do players also talk to you about things, not just hockey? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, as far as influence, yeah, a lot of my coaches were big influence. If you think of how much time you spend with yeah, them yeah. on something you're extremely passionate about, you know, that's uh, that's a relationship that, you know, that uh, that you're going to have to, uh, well, nurture isn't the right word, but that's that's certainly a re- relationship that, that happens and that, you you know, you're going to have to, you know, learn from and and, uh, you know, you carry that through the rest of your life. I mean, sports itself teaches, you know, th- things mm-hmm. that, that apply to life tremendously. And, and, you know, the coach is the leader of that. So you learn a lot from them. Um, no question about it. Like, you know, growing up for myself, my, uh, my parents, neither of them played hockey. Yeah. And, you know, they had really no idea. So they just kind of made sure I got wow. up out of bed and get me to the rink. Yeah. Deal, right? You so, know, it's like so I tell people. That's it. Um, that's as far as it went. You know, hockey's just not about hockey. Yeah. You know, it's about growing up and, and like you said, turning into a good young man. Um, speaking of, of coaching and all of that, um, who's who's on your staff? Give these guys a shout out. Yeah, uh, you know, I've been so fortunate. Uh, this is my 11th year as a head coach, and I've had the same assistant coaches uh, with uh, Matt Moreland mm-hmm. and, and Tim Gregoire. So, uh, and then we've got Jake Plutowski. Yep. All of them, all of them, Jake. Jake came into uh, probably three, four years ago. Yep. Um, we did have Matt Clockman before that, but all of them are Central grads. They're mm-hmm. extremely passionate about Central Great hockey, guys, you know? every one of them. Tremendous guys, knowledgeable. You know, Timmy's a teacher. He works with the school system. Yep. He understands all that, how that works, and he's, he's just wonderful with the kids. Matt Moreland, you know, a great mentor and presence. I mean, he's got two young boys coming up yep. that are playing hockey, so I think he's at the ring more than he's at home. But uh, those two guys, you know, I, like I, I wouldn't be able to do it without them. Yeah. You know, to, to be honest, like uh, most places you have to search for someone after a couple of years, you know, it, it comes in and out of their mm-hmm. lives, right? Like they get busy with, yeah. with kids, kind of like what happened with Matt Clockman. He had two, uh, two young kids and, you know, that, that demands more of your time. Sure. So he had to step out. And, you know, I've had Moreland and Tim Gregoire yeah. for two years. They basically run the team and I open the gate. Yeah, so. <laughs> guys that all played with my kid, you know, Jeepers. That, yeah. that was a long time ago. That I was mean, a long time ago. They're just, I, I can't say enough about them guys. Like they handle, you know, for myself personally, it gets, you know, a little bit busy with work at this time mm-hmm. of year. And, uh, you know, they're there to pick up the pieces. If one of us is missing, another one can step in. Sure. And we're just really interchangeable. And it's been so fortunate. And I've been so lucky to be able to hang on to this job for that long and have those guys, you know, uh, uh, you know, be able to step mm-hmm. in and do whatever they can. Right. And basically, you know, take over a lot of it, right? Like it's been, it's been tremendous. Uh, 
Yeah. You know, I've always said um, I only went to high school to play sports. Um, <laughs> I didn't really care too much about my grades till my senior year. But um, uh, let's face it, your athletes, uh, your student athletes, uh, they can't be slouches in the classroom. Um, they've got to have passing grades in order to even play hockey, right? For sure. I mean, uh, you got to be passing five classes, I believe, is the uh, – well, we'll have to go through that at the parents' meeting, but mm-hmm. I think that's the rule now. You have to be passing five classes. So, um, you know, our, our demands are a little bit higher than that, and, you know, we don't want kids to be ineligible. We know that, you know, uh, the chances of you playing hockey for a living or getting a paycheck for putting your skates on are pretty remote. Right. And, and most are going to turn professional in something else. So, you know, it's very important to have your studies, and that's kind of why we always say it's – you know, student athlete, not athlete student. Mm-hmm. You know, the student is first, and and they gotta kind of maintain their grades and and do well there. And you know, a lot of times that really translates in both places. There's the odd kid where, you know, it's just not for him. School doesn't work out really yep. well. But yep. most kids are, especially in the U.S., when you travel this route. If you're going to travel this route as a hockey player, it, it goes through college, basically, Absolutely. right? So you've yep. got to have the grades to get into college. And you know, kids, that's not lost on them. They know that, and that that's important to them. So. By and large, we've had really good students for most of the years, you know, um, and and a lot of them have been, you know, exam- great examples and mentors in the classroom. And, you know, we get comments from from some of the teachers and, and other coaches sometimes about, you know, how well they do and how, how they're, they're, they're really mm-hmm. leaders amongst their peers. Right. You know? So we've been fortunate that way. And, uh, you know, we, we, we don't want it any other way. We wouldn't want to have it like we really want to push them to be students first. Uh, when my son played for Central, they won a couple of state titles. Um, but one trophy that he had, uh, we actually had uh, a duplicate made, um, and he still has it in his house today, is uh, the Gambucci Cup. Um, I don't know why, but for some reason that means, I, don't, I, I almost think it means more to him than the dang state <laughs> title does. But um, how important is that Gambucci Cup? Because I think it's a, a great thing. I really do. It's fantastic. It yeah. raises the level of competition oh, and the awareness, and you know all the, the, the both both towns are kind of the you know the fans are invested in it, and it's 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 good for hockey, right? It's mm-hmm. good for our communities. It's good for the sport, and uh, yeah, like uh, and it's bragging rights, right? Sure, Amongst it is. Your, like the, the kids know each other outside of oh, the, yeah. outside of the hockey rink, and they know each, who each other are, and they've probably played against each other since they were you know squirts, right? So. So, uh, yeah, to, to play for the Gambucci Cup just adds another level to it or another element to it, and it's, uh, it's been terrific. It's, uh, I think it's been a, a boon or, or certainly a help for, for both communities as far as you know, raising and elevating the level of play for those games. And, and uh, yeah, we hope to continue, and we're looking forward to it this year again. Right, right. <laughs> um, I'm looking at the schedule. I'm not sure if it's tentative or what, but uh, have you guys got a, a, a scrimmage coming up this weekend? Yes, we do. We're over in East Side again, uh, you know, in in the East Grand Forks Civic Center, and our JV is playing at the what's the other rink called there? The BFW. Oh, yeah, the BFW. Okay. So uh, yeah, so we're over there at uh, I think we start at ten thirty in the yep. morning. We see two uh, Minnesota teams, St. Cloud, uh, Northern Lakes, and, oh, yeah, De- and, and Detroit, Detroit Lakes. Lakes. Sure. Okay. You know, yeah. So we're going to kind of a little jamboree thing. Yep. Little okay. scrimmage fest jamboree, and uh, that's always fun to go to. Get you a chance to assess your team, uh, you know, against uh, against competition rather than you know just amongst themselves. Kids have been skating all summer with each other, and yeah. sometimes there's you know a little bit of, of leeway that they give to each other, and, and you know some some other team 
uh, from wherever it might be isn't going to do that. Right. So, so it's wonderful. Uh, Detroit Lakes, I hear, is is uh, really coming on. They're picking some, it up. Yeah, yes. Some good athletes coming in and into their program, and they were pretty. Uh, they were pretty stingy last year. Yes, too, they so. were. So, uh, yeah, so that's going to be a good team. I don't know much about Northern Lakes. And then uh, St. Cloud's always strong, too. So, you know, all of that will be good for our kids, good for good competition for us, allow us to do more evaluation and, uh, yeah, and get, get set for our first game. How important is it, speaking of first games, to, uh, to open up the season at home in the perp for you guys? Uh, it depends on year, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, if you've got a lot of young guys, you kind of want to open up at home. But, uh uh, I think if not, uh, you know, it, it, it's fine wherever you wherever you start. If you got a veteran crew of, of kids, you know, it doesn't matter whether you go on the road for that first game. But I think with a young group, it's it's great to open up at home. And uh, yeah, yeah, you got to play no matter where you're at, yeah, right? Right, right. <laughs> so uh, and then uh, play no matter where you're at. Um, state back in Fargo at Shields Arena this year. Um, does that matter to you guys, the Ralph or Shields or Perper? I mean, I'm sure you'd rather play at the Perp, but. Uh, <laughs> What about Shields compared to the Ralph here? I mean, I know it's, it's probably a little different for you guys because I would imagine you come home every night. Yeah. Or, yeah, and some of these other teams have the luxury of staying. Um, I don't know if you'd want to call it a luxury because there's something to be said about sleeping in your own bed, but there's also something to be said about taking a sweaty, smelly bus back to Grand Forks and then hopping on that bus again the next day. Well, that's a choice, I think. Mm-hmm. Like... Uh, and I think we are allowed the choice as well, too, if we want to stay. I've always, oh, sure. When we've been down there, I've always chosen to go home. And, yep. you know, that bus ride can be a chance to unwind a little bit. Sure. Right? And, and the only thing place you can get pinched up on that, I think, is if, uh, you know, hey, you have the early game the next day. Right, right. right. So you got to win to keep that uh, yep. bus, bus drive going. Because if you play in the late game, you know, on Thursday night, well, you know, you can get home really late. Really late, yeah. Yeah, yeah. depending on how, you know, the other games go, right, it might go And we've seen a lot of these state games, right, yeah. overtime, yeah. you know, plural, <laughs> overtimes. <laughs> right, yeah, um, like last year. Um, you know, I, I think this year um, you, you sound like you're pretty stoked about it. Yeah, um, for sure. I'm looking forward to, the, to that first game. In fact, I might even go watch you guys uh, scrimmage on Saturday if I can here. But um, uh, I'm looking forward to getting the call. I'm lucky enough I get to call a few games again on the radio awesome. this year, so that'll be fun. But um, did we miss out on anything, Coach? I, and I, I, I hate dragging you guys out of your job at 11 o'clock on a Wednesday, but um, I'm also we're very appreciative that uh, you guys do this for us. Um, we all know what hockey means to people up here. Yeah. And uh, and I hope we didn't miss out on anything here. I don't think so. Uh, not that I can. Not that not that comes to mind. I okay. mean, we've kind of covered what uh, what our season's going to look like and our schedule. I, I think we. Well, I, I think maybe a couple of things. You know, we do go to. Uh, I don't know if you know the schedule there or seen this, but we do go to War Road for a for yeah. a tournament over Christmas this oh, year. Oh, okay. And then uh, you know we do have Bemidji coming in to play us in January. So. Um, you know, a couple changes to the schedule there, which, uh, you know, will be... Uh, so you got Warroad and Providence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Warroad, Providence Academy, I believe, up in Warroad for that Christmas yep. uh, Christmas break tournament. And then uh, Bemidji coming here, uh, I think, January 4th or something like that. So, you know, a few different faces on the schedule, which, uh, which is always nice, you mm-hmm. know. Just like this weekend, Scrimmage Fest, you know, seeing some different faces and different teams is is uh is i think really good for the kids and really good for us but yeah that's an and as far as you know coming out at 11 o'clock i think as you know most most hockey guys are probably sports people uh you know they they 
not make exceptions, but you know they're anxious to get oh, out yeah. And, oh, yeah. and promote their sport. So yeah, and uh, I I know um, no matter how goofy this sounds, I can't wait to get back into the smelly yeah. locker room yeah. hallways of the Purper and 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 Eagles Arena and the Civic yeah. and and start interviewing coaches again and and getting this thing yeah. going. Uh, appreciate you coming in. Thank you. Um, keep us filled in. Anything happening? Uh, anything like that? Um, I can't wait to uh, kick this thing off. It's going to be fun. Thanks, Coach. Yeah, we're excited. Thanks for having me. All right, there you go. That is Grand Fork Central Knights head coach, Grant Peronica. Uh, again, they have got a scrimmage Saturday morning over at East Grand Forks. They will kick off their regular season uh, November 28th, Tuesday game. Take it on West Fargo. Want to give a shout out to Moe's Cafe here in the Grand Cities Mall for bringing you today's show. Uh, what a great little uh, sit-down takeout diner. They've got office awesome breakfast and lunch. Uh, gluten-free choices, too. They have a 15% discount for military members. And uh, Moe's has got this thing called the Daily Dish. Today, it's the meatloaf burger with Swiss cheese and crispy onions on a toasted brioche bun. Moe's crispy fries, just 12 bucks if you don't want the Daily Dish check out their menu. You're going to love it. They're open Tuesday through Friday from 7 to 3, weekends 8 a.m. to 2. Make sure to check out the Daily Dish and more. It's not your ordinary food. Most Cafe in the Grand Cities Mall. Well, it's Rookie Day tomorrow on Dirty Thursday, brought to you by River City Speedway. We're going to be talking with Minkota Lightning Sprint car pilot Sean Enright. It's going to be a blast. I can't wait to get shot in here. And uh, I'm guessing Amanda Joe hopefully comes with too. Uh, remember, everybody, to like, share, tag, and follow us. If you hit that notification bell on your smartphone, it'll ding every time that we're ready to do a show like we did today with Coach Peronica. Hey, we love the Grand Cities. Grand Fork's best source is giving them an identity again.